0: I'm Kate Daniels, and with me is J.O., whom we've met before. He is a financial planner. He's a fellow with the nonprofit organization Alliance for Lifetime Income, and we are talking retirement planning. J.O., good morning. Thank you for, again, taking time to be with us and uh, really, I believe, expand our consciousness and our awareness.
1: Kate, it's always my privilege. Thank you for having me back.
0: Oh Well, you are so welcome. Really, I am so grateful because we've really covered over years, but certainly during this particular year, we've talked about Medicare and Medicaid, and we've looked at women's roles in uh, being the ones who manage so much of household caretaking, caregiving, and planning all of this. So this segment, we're coming up to looking at what our future income is. We're not looking at the Medicare piece now. We're looking at retirement and what that income is going to be. And, you know, it, it occurred to me, because you gave me a wealth of information to consider for this, it occurs to me that one of the big things we fail to do is fail to plan and really look toward this time.
1: You're so right, Kate. I think that, you know, other people have stated it better, that, you know, dreams without a plan, those are just wishes, and it's very important. And without determining an individual set of goals, their timeline, what they want to accomplish, where they want to be, who they want to be, I leave that to the listener, to your audience, to know that better. But from there, we live in the real world, a practical world, and that does cost money. And so as a result, our conversation so helpful. Health insurance, knowing health insurance, because health and how well you are is a vi- such a vital input that these combine health and wealth becoming you know partners very much so and we've discussed health and how to take care of yourself and minimizing the cost of doing so and now we're talking about other layers where you'll want to think through and have a plan for income so that you can get on with the rest of your life
0: right and that plan the word realistic <laughs> You know, comes into my mind kind of this neon sign of being practical and realistic because we need to, we might think, oh, I did, I want this champagne life. But the fact is, is that really doable? If it is, that's great. But if it's, if it doesn't work out, if we're not putting all those pieces together, we need to adjust so that at least we, um, th- Alleviate the stress, which, of course, if we have that, is going to compound the health, and then we get into a vicious cycle.
1: Absolutely. So, I'm a financial planner by trade. In addition to talking about Medicare via Measure Medicare, the published book, the reality is, is I'm looking at all of the moving parts simultaneously for households around the country. What the very first task is in any conversation that I have is please tell me what you think you are trying to accomplish and then we start with facts meaning to take a very good honest assessment of yourself what resources you have your health so important because for example if you're not a per- if you're a person with ongoing serious health matters it changes your expectation set meaning maybe i need to go into the rv for my trip around the country earlier, because for whatever reason, you've lost the DNA coin flip, for example, or you have differences in ages between married couples. It could be anything. But the point is, is to have a very good, honest assessment for, with yourself about where you stand and then communicate it with people like me for yourself, et cetera, so that you can map out a plan.
0: And here's the reason to meet with someone like yourself, with a financial planner, because most of us don't have that expertise and we live in a time that it requires just so much more awareness of the different pieces of that financial picture. And that's what we want to really bring awareness to this morning, right?
1: Absolutely, and I think that part of it isn't like psychologists. You know, my sister has Ph.D. in psychology, so I'm not a psychologist by any mean. I wouldn't insult her <laughs> in that way. But what it really is is so that a sounding board can be very, very helpful because it's very easy. I do it for myself all the time, which is, you know, you have some thoughts, dreams, imaginations, and your mind wanders to, I'd love to do this, I'd like to do that. But then having a third person, another person who is not emotionally involved, just to perhaps help you take stock of saying, have we considered these other moving parts that are going to, they may not be visible to you right this very moment, but they may be visible in the future. Have we thought of this? That alone can be a very, very important set of inputs. So that you can take you know uh, honest stock of your situation
0: and this is where we have a great opportunity to look for that you, with you we have a lot of resources I'm let's just mention that kind of like at the outset here uh, with your side of the, the business that works with financial planning, uh, GH2 benefits. It, it finally clicked with me, Jay, that the GH2 is great hope, great humanity. And I must say that is so much consolation and so much insight as to how you work and what you are to, really aiming to accomplish
1: oh absolutely because as i started you know it kind of encompasses the slogan you you picked up on it kate so yes absolutely uh, gh2 does stand for exactly as you stated which is i'm not there to impose my thought about what your dreams would be right i don't have your background kates or hopes or fears whatever they whatever the balance would be I'm therefore and we are here to try to let you decide that and from that plus the facts proceed with respect and dignity so that you don't have to be ashamed or afraid etc and all of these other very emotional things but then also provide you with objective options pathways so that you can decide And that's kind of, you know, the overall message, overall theme about the way that I work. And that's just kind of from there. Then, of course, there are complicated topics to discuss. But we start from there, knowing the person, knowing what their opinions, what they hope to accomplish at different points in life and see how we can add our part, whether that be advice or not advice. Maybe what we will say is you don't need any guidance. You've got everything already largely figured out. You can just call us in a couple of years when a particular situation arises. That would also be fine. But it starts with the person and having a good understanding of their situation so that they can move forward, get on with it, like I said.
0: And ideally, this kind of thing activity is happening earlier in our life. But uh, I think as too often happens, it just gets shoved to the back burner because life just filters in and we're, we're kind of just taking care of things. The the family, the job, you know, planning vacations, a crisis shows up and, and we get sidetracked. So ideally, though, we would be doing this earlier on. But in your work, are you finding it's often people kind of more uh, in, in the more mature years uh, it, that are actually finally coming to, to grips with this and come to you?
1: It's a great question, Kate, because it does vary. Meaning that certainly people, for example, wrongly believe, well, Jay only understands Medicare, so they call me at 64.9 years old. Uh, by that time... While not impossible, some of the pieces have not been put into place to get the most from your financial resources. That doesn't mean in every case. It varies case to case. So I'm not going to, so please don't think that I'm stereotyping because literally every situation is different. And then there are other people, they're 40 years old. They're thinking to themselves, you know, I don't want to work until I'm 80. How do I get? How do I get there? I need to think of that today. And the reality is, they are correct. And the reason for that is the world's so complicated now, Kate. We've talked about complicated matters in other conversations we've had where what people believe were unrelated to each other, they become related. And that has to do with money, which is, for example, health insurance. Health insurance, you can get very inexpensive health insurance using the affordable care act but this is ultimately a financial matter because that is a tax credit so like i said it kind of puts them together right when i said i want you to pursue what you want what whatever your hopes and dreams would be now understand in order to accomplish that one way is to be economical and one way is to take advantage of the affordable care act the way to do that is have a plan in advance That So you can see how you've got these ripple effects, and what has happened in our world is that these ripple effects have pushed the timeline to earlier, and our society is a lot different now. Now I can become TikTok famous and literally get a lifetime of earnings in a couple of years. So the entire path of what people do for work, how long they work, do they have Plans for retirement plans at the employer, et cetera, et cetera. On and on it goes. The list almost endless.
0: Yes, that's it. the The changes going on are just so highly compressed, and and it's yes. we have to be so nimble in in. Uh, really adapting to all of that. And and especially, and if we're in our more mature years, all of that just really feels overwhelming. So that's why it's important to stop and really uh, take an assessment of what's going on and see where we're headed. So, albeit wherever this age is, one of the things Mm -hmm. we look at is a social security income but we have to realize that's that never was intended to be the the sole support as you are in your retirement years
1: Kate, hey, that's a great comment uh, which is correct is that if I would tell the general audience things about financial topics is that the names are peculiar and too often the label the jargon Gives people the wrong or a mistaken, incomplete understanding of the topic, and just le- and number one A is Social Security, which is just as you've stated, which is perfect, really. That Social Security from the beginning was never intended to be be a full replacement for lifetime income. Now there are debates in the news that you can see, and let me just swerve just briefly here to say that I don't believe that the narrative of social security going bankrupt and so, and you're not going to get any of your benefits is largely hysteria that the country has fiscal and demographic challenges. I've written maximize your Medicare pay because that's, that is certainly the case that is different than all of a sudden someday out of the blue, social security will be zero. No, I I cannot, I do not subscribe to that type of talk. Uh, There are gonna be possible adjustments, even those would be gradual in nature, and no, not tomorrow is all I would say quite bluntly, right? In other words, these are things that will be coming that may be coming or may not, and they would be far in the future, or not. So the idea that we would use time and energy to be overly worried. If you are 63 and worried about whether or not to wait for full retirement age, now I've used some jargon from social security, which is for me, I am not, I am not uh, fixated on the idea that, well, when I'm 75, Social Security will be broken, therefore I'll have zero. I don't have that idea. But back to your point, which is that Social Security, not the full set. And if people, like I said, when we talk about the assessment, well, what is the amount that Social Security will be covering to meet your month-to-month or annual expenses over time? And then we're thinking through, okay, what else exists on the planet available within your resources to try to build upon that solid base called social security.
0: And I I really appreciate your take on that because you this is your world. Things financial really are at the forefront for you and to have you look at it and share this information with us is such a, a gift no question about it to put that at rest and, and as you mentioned you know people stressing about it being available, consider what stress does in our life and the whole health aspect and and take that into account and and set that mm-hmm. aside because it's it's not helping either.
1: It just uses too much energy uh, in my and this is Jay's professional and personal opinion. That, it, that, sure, this is a very long-term, is this a, is it fake? No, it is real because we have aging population. Every country on the planet has the same issue. Then it's a question about what are the resources, and from there, what everyday people can devote time to is, okay, how are we going to plan for the rest of what Social Security does not provide? And from there, we go to work.
0: Right. And I'm going to launch into an area of your life and expertise where you're involved with an organization called Alliance for Lifetime Income. Doesn't that just totally capture what we're talking about and what we're thinking about?
1: The Alliance for Lifetime Income is a nonprofit organization. It is not tied to a seller, if you will. It is there to educate financial advisory committees or financial advisory industry, as well as the general public about annuities. And again, like I said, the financial optics have peculiar names because it has stigma and other implications attached So people can stereotype, they hear something negative or positive, and they get stuck on it. But Alliance for Lifetime Income is there to educate people about the role, possible role that an annuity can play on top of what we just discussed, which is Social Security. And we know a couple of facts. We know the first that Social Security is very unlikely to pay for all of your costs for living. That It can be the case, but for the vast majority of Americans, that it is not fully able to fund all of your costs under retirement. From there, can an annuity add a very important stabilizing role to, to help you have an income plan to pay for your expenses that never expire? The answer to that is yes. That doesn't mean that every that it's appropriate for every person. That doesn't mean that one type of annuity is one size fits all. There are so many shapes and sizes. But I don't want to leave it with the ideas that it's complicated, perhaps. It's worth the effort to at least understand whether or not it fits. That's what the Alliance for Lifetime Income does, ultimately
0: and just so that we know how to get more information about that they do have the website protected income dot org where there's just a lot of information where we can get educated so that is one way to become informed and again you know going back to working directly with a professional like yourself Jay who you know we can do face-to-face or or virtually rather than just reading about is uh, of course uh, another really important aspect of this whole picture that we need to consider
1: Like I said, Kate, I didn't say that annuities are necessarily simple to understand, but it's important to have a clear understanding on any financial topic what the objective actually is. So what I've posed here, what I've presented, spoken about a few moments ago, was the idea that annuities can have a guaranteed income stream. One that is not subject to market up, market down type of matters. And what this does is this extra layer of stability allows persons to accept other risks in other areas. Or, And that does not necessarily mean financial, meaning that somebody may think, well, I need a side job in order to get the extra income. That can be part of it. In other words, to help build extra layers for the income that somebody wants to have under retirement. And as most things, yes, the details matter, in finance, and especially in money matters. And so it's important to have a clear understanding of what you're trying to accomplish. And then you'll be able to possibly find the specific annuity that might fill that role.
0: And, and that's where it feels like it gets somewhat complicated to really filter through all of that. Some of us may just have a brain for that, a, an awareness, but again, isn't it advisable to have professional guidance?
1: I'm going to be, of course, biased on this case Yes, of course. Meaning that it's going to be, one, to, to be with someone who you're comfortable with, who answers every question to the greatest degree that they can. Like I said, for the general audience, what I tell people, and I've made videos on Jay's Corner, which is my YouTube channel, about a wide variety of financial topics, including uh, our conversation that you and I have had recently, which is to properly, clearly understand the function of your objective of what you're trying to do with whatever financial contract it is. That can be health insurance, that can be Medicare, that can be long-term care, life insurance, annuity, to be sure to nail down what the actual objective, objective is and communicate it with the person who you're seeking financial counsel from. Because without that, then you don't have the right set of expectations, accurate set of expectations. And then you get all the hysteria, the negative talk, right? Because usually what I've found is that people didn't clearly understand from the beginning. And therefore, it is very easy to latch onto the negative talk that is in great abundance in our society. I think that it's very fair to say that. Instead, it's very important to make sure that you are entering into whatever financial agreement. And I'm not only talking about the alliance here, an annuity. I'm talking about any financial situation, that if you're agreeing to purchase life insurance, it's going to have some particular set of details. And some of those details may fit your situation or not. And some of them may say, okay, as a result, it's a no-go. That's okay for us professionally here. Not a problem because I'm relieved because, oh, Yes, we can eliminate some set of life insurance policies because of some factor that the client has mentioned. So important. So that the client is satisfied, okay, what we have then selected, filtered through hundreds, thousands of different options, literally, that we have pinned it down to the things that we can control and meet the objectives of what the buyer wants, the buyer being the general public, the client. So important. Right from the beginning, even before we get to which specific annuity.
0: Now you, in the uh, context of this, you've also mentioned the videos that you've done for Jay's corner, the videos. And you also have a newsletter that comes uh, out that is available free of charge. Uh, These are really also great resources that may be the starting point or just we use in addition to whatever other research we've done. So, I think that I'm correct in, in suggesting that, right, Jay?
1: That's right, Kate. Jay's corner is there for the widest audience, meaning from millennial or you know, Gen Z, who is just learning these basic blocks of financial fluency, all the way to the person who is in retirement, meaning that it's a, a little disappointing, I would say, uh, For me personally, that people are not um, fully, correctly informed from the beginning. That if I could start, if I would have a blank piece of paper, like I said,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: throughout our conversation here today, is that the terminology, the jargon of financial products generally is very, very convoluted. it's complicated for a lot of reasons. Some of those are absolutely justified because there are regulations. You don't want to have sellers doing things unlawfully or dishonestly. And so there are regulations and rules around the sellers and including me, heavily regulated. So you can hear that I'm speaking very carefully mm-hmm. that still the point is the basics. Those are, end up being distractions. And can be very confusing but it still doesn't mean that you shouldn't have the basics we need to have the basics very a very good solid foundation and from there the products are going to change we're not going to stop that there's going to be a new product there's going to be a new twist a new variation every single day one appears and so but if you have the basics, then you have the proper lens. That's the objective of Jay's Corner, whether you're looking at Roth IRA, whether you're looking at dental insurance.
0: And I have to say, I so appreciate your comment about wanting a that clean slate, a, a, a clear sheet of paper to really get that information out, you know, at the Early on, you know, that we're learning this and it's just natural. And And that's where I think it kind of circles back to who GH2 benefits is. Great hope, great humanity. I, I think that really uh, comes through very strongly, Jay.
1: That's what we hope, we hope to, to accomplish that, Kate. Uh, and don't get me wrong. I don't mean to say that you have to be a Gen Z person in order to learn. I'm not in that camp. In fact, a large number of the people who provide me feedback about Jay's Corner or my videos, et cetera, or the, the book, they're persons who are actively retired, and they're looking to learn an extra tidbit or two. Because adjustments can be made, and it's, what's most important is people are aware of the adjustments and then choose not to adjust, I'm totally fine with that outcome. What I'm what is difficult is when people are taking unintended risk, unintended consequences. We know that uncertainty exists. That's just a normal part of life. But it's but for me what the goal is of Jay's Corner, G H two benefits the book, our conversations, is pretty much the same, which is that it is not risk itself that I'm trying to avoid. It's unintended risk at the wrong price that I'm trying to help people avoid so that they can get on with it to pursue their hopes. And hopefully we're delivering our message with humanity, meaning we're all citizens of humanity. So respect and dignity, of course, hopefully the par for the course from us when we are communicating with people.
0: To me, it feels so much like that. I I'm just so grateful for all this work and information that you are able to assemble and that you really immerse yourself into. And, uh, of course, part of that being that we spend these these half-hour segments every few months or so, or we have this year, uh, to impart this information. So, uh you know, we've just scratched the surface on this this morning. Uh, there's because there's so much to cover, but we're going to meet up again and and uh, potentially continue this conversation or we will have more information that we need to share. So, uh let's mention the the couple of websites and and refer people to get more information there, Jay.
1: Sure. protectedincome.org is the Alliance for Lifetime Income. Uh, myself, the colleagues who are education fellows from a large different array of backgrounds, but it really is a very good introduction to the function of what an annuity can provide. Academic studies, high-end studies in there, so we know that our conversation today is largely thematic. That's not to say there aren't complicated details in the background. There are We are trying to clarify so that the message of what the function of an annuity can be in someone's retirement and the role that it would play will allow you, the person, to get on with it with the rest of their life, pursue their other goals, irrespective of age division. And so as a result, I couldn't be more happy with my involvement with the Alliance for Lifetime Income. You mentioned Jay's Corner. I'm sure we'll have the URL in your show notes. The first version free for sure. You can do that, and I encourage people to share it with others because money is a difficult topic to discuss with your friend, your sisters, your cousins. It's just highly private for some people. And as a result, you may not know, but they have some financial concern of some sort, somewhere. It's a good starting point, if you will, if they have further questions from there. I think that that isn't probably enough for today, Kate.
0: That is a whole heap of great information. is so critical to our life. And again, J.O., I am just so grateful for your passion, your commitment, and taking time with us this morning. Thank you so greatly.
1: It's my privilege, Kate. Thank you so much for having me again.